0: Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast the best shows on TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And tonight is The Walking Dead. The episode is number 614, twice as far. Uh, what do you think, bro? Uh,
1: Jeez. I liked about the last 20 minutes. The first 40 or so
0: or whatever, how long these...
1: All right, never mind. I liked... Just beyond the first 30 minutes when it's ended
0: <laughs> uh, uh, Matt wrote us in and said it was uh, yeah uh, what was his exact words uh, I feel like we had 40 minutes of filler and commercials for only 20 minutes of gold.
1: we didn't even get that because uh, well I guess with the commercials he's right but we didn't get 20 minutes of gold
0: no no we
1: got 10 minutes of gold and the rest no, was
0: me I don't I don't want to say I hated the episode. Because, believe it or not, I actually did enjoy the remix, the change-up, the shake-up of the things. Um, Because they did some really cool stuff that used a lot of source material. And I always appreciate that when they use source material. So, I, I, I like that part of it. But the episode itself had a lot... Uh, to be desired uh, it just there was a lot of a lot of areas that were unnecessary um, that didn't make sense why they were doing it why we even went down this road uh, why these things would even be allowed to happen there was just a lot of that um, and I just kind of felt like we wanted to get to a culmination of the episode and we didn't care a whole lot about how we got there
1: this was just a massive amount of poor decisions
0: yes over like- and over
1: characters making choices that you have lived way too long to to make these mistakes
0: to me there's no doubt I mean uh, Brian and Eric and several other people who usually buzz us in with feedback they all were very similar in the same saying why in the heck was Denise even allowed to go on this trip? Why in the heck are we suddenly do this and there's no communication with anyone else? There's just, there's so many wrong things going on here um, that just completely seemed unnecessary and unworthy. And don't get me wrong. I mean, she talks about how she needs this and so on, but that's just not a smart decision. You know, you're the doctor of the town. You don't go outside the walls. Your job Never. is to be the doctor. Yeah, And that was the biggest faux pas for me for the entire episode. This, none of this should have ever happen because she shouldn't have been there. Uh, the doctors, if they knew commodity. they were going to take all the drugs anyway. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, it didn't make a difference. All she had to do was tell them where it was, they could find it. But that's not the only poor decision. There's a bunch of like little mini bad decisions. Her giving a
0: loud speaking lecture in the middle of the open. Um, them getting uh, out of the car. Let's only talk about the cooler episode. Let, 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 I'll tell you what. Let's just run through the episode, and we'll get to, because like you said, there's at least 10 bad decisions yeah. in okay. this episode, and we can highlight each one of them. Now, I will say, a lot of people, we got feedback, um I think from Matt and a few others that were not a fan of them showing the redundancy of everyday life in the place. I was actually happy they showed this. I was actually it was good to see that they were following a routine and people were doing certain things, and it was kind of monotonous, but reality is that's their new life. And so I was kind of happy they showed this. Do you agree? Uh, somewhat. I also thought they were trying to get a little artsy
1: fartsy for a show that's not very artsy. You know, some of the cinematography was kind of like too on the nose.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know there was a little blur out and all that stuff, like it's supposed to signal. Does not necessarily have to have that. Um, the one thing I will say that would broke up that routine was seeing Morgan's uh, masonry skills were pretty impressive. All right. So, what's the time leap we're talking here? Because <laughs> yeah, dude man. has built a full on jail. I want to know we got the materials, the cement mixer, the, the trowel. That's I mean, Adobe, bro. I'm Adobe. <laughs> <laughs> no, there ain't no Adobe there. All I can tell you was, I didn't even see, look. Luckily, I have a little experience, but there wasn't even leftover uh, mortar on the ground. My guy ga- my guy was perfection.
1: Look, anything worth doing, it's worth doing right. Oh, my
0: goodness. Good. I want to know where we get. Uh, just, needless to say, we're outside building walls, and he's inside building a prison. Walls. He's inside building walls. <laughs> I think those materials could have been used uh, somewhere around the gate. Judging by his metal skills, I mean, we have a working door, window bars, like that. We got some weak walls out there that need some shaping up, and we've been spending time materials on this. Yeah, and Rick, all we get is a why? I mean, <laughs> that's it. That's all we got. How about dumbass? You could be using this time and effort to make our place safer. I mean, uh, what's the deal?
1: If I knew you were this talented, I would have put you a head of construction. <laughs>
0: yeah, really. Right. Right. I mean, come on, Tobin. Instead out there to- struggling. Yeah, you know, you, you know. Come on, Tobin's
1: too busy knocking the dust off Carol. <laughs> <I hope laughs>
0: Laying I'm the brick, man? if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Why you gotta bust my character like that? That mm, that
1: mm-mm. Um, wow, you went there. You yeah, went there. He's been spreading the mortar on that <laughs>
0: Carol. <laughs> I apologize, listeners. But, you know, for the crudeness. Anyway, yeah, I'm moving on. Speaking of Carol and her beads, um, oh, never mind. Um, we getting the kiss scene. We get the whole nine yards, and we get, and then we get the shocker of Rosita and Spencer in the bed. Um I, I got zero, zero positive from our fans about the Spencer Rosita hookup.
1: I was hoping Spencer would die <laughs> episodes and
0: episodes ago. It's um, kinda of those scenes where you hope he slips and falls in the hoe and you know kills him, you know, something. Yeah, yeah I could've I could have done with one of those ninja
1: walkers at this point. <laughs> it's stealth. Bye. Just jump out from behind a blade of grass.
0: And cut him down where he stood. That's right. Take his ankles out, you know, and just stubby. I'm not a fan of Spencer. No. No. He's one of the Alexandrians that needs to go,
1: you know. I mean, that's one of the major things we talk about, Denise. Numero uno of Alexandrian you give a shit about. Yeah. Number one. Name another. Name another Alexandrian.
0: I'm starting to like Tobin. Starting to. Tobin's done.
1: (laughs) <laughs> he laid his last mortar.
0: <laughs> Shut up. I'm telling you now, the way it looks right now, no Alexandrian besides Aaron. I like Aaron now.
1: Oh, I forgot about Aaron, Aaron. and his
0: boy. You know, we just didn't. So we hadn't seen Aaron in a while. Um, I would say that Aaron is about the only one that I would say is worth keeping for the long haul. Well, of course, his boyfriend, his seems boyfriend to be all right. are good. And the chick that does the pantry, she's probably all right. She's she's going down. How dare you speak of her weight? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <nah. laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, you talk about my crudeness. Ugh, you, you went, man. You're you're on a roll tonight. So, all right. We see people going outside. How about this? Was my favorite walker of the night, the one that had the pole through the cheek. I thought oh, that yeah. was pretty neat. Oh, I yeah. think it was good special effects. Um,
1: Juxtaposing what Carol was doing to Tobin. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, I can't even talk. I can't even talk. Uh. Moving on. All right, so we get to the whole Daryl Rosita and Denise debacle of hey, I remember this. I forget what they called it, but it looked like a haberdashery to me, you know, or no, or yeah, a you know, um, who a, a apothecary. Yeah, uh,
1: no, know, an it, apothecary was like the classic term for you know when you got like a pestle, you know, and you're breaking down herbs right, and yeah. stuff. It's more, you know. It's labor-intensive medicine, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: I know what you're saying. Um, so they come to this decision. Hey, we need to go check this place out. Da-da-da-da, That's all great, but hey, I want to go. Um, and this is the beginning of the... Ugh. Number one dumb decision. Yes, uno number one. Um, and, of course, they come to this and they start off like, I don't agree with this. No, I don't agree with this. But I'm going to go. And then they go. I mean, I'm just like, okay. This is setting something in motion immediately. That goes through my mind that we're gonna have a bad situation come out of this. Either somebody's gonna get kidnapped, somebody's gonna get killed, somebody's gonna get severely hurt. You know, why is Denise even leaving these walls? It was just—it was instantaneous to me. Did you get the same vibe? Oh yeah, this is very dumb. Um, A doctor is a massive
1: commodity, and you never let it leave the safety of the walls ever. And you know what? Hilltop did the same thing. Their doctor was out just roaming the streets, almost died in a car accident, then almost died by walkers.
0: Yeah. Completely idiotic. Just a
1: couple of dumb groups, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you this, though. Do you think Rick's group feels like they've killed all the Saviors?
0: Yes. I feel like they've like So when they shot done,
1: what's his name in the head, because he said he was Negan, you think they think they've killed everybody? Oh, yeah.
0: In my mind, they were like... (laughs) completely done okay. now i think daryl was in doubt because of this whole bike thing but there was no answer definitively in either way and so that whole conversation with carol was like i should have killed them to save them probably the horrible death they took from these people is what i got out of that
1: uh, ah no i think he said he should have killed him because they double crossed him in the end
0: well you're right to a point but i'm just saying like we coming to the conclusion that they're dead as well is what I was thinking about. But no, I, I believe that they didn't think that any of the saviors were still around. If there were, it wasn't enough to be mobilized or organized. Let's put it that way.
1: Well, I had a pretty good chat with somebody at work today. Cause you're kind of getting into this part too. They're driving this beat up old truck is why I asked about that. Um, Nobody you got Morgan building jail cells and and people building walls and whatever and planting stuff, but no one like reinforces vehicles. No one makes like protective clothing for skirmishing outside, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's
0: there's all this preparation for the wall and interior, but nothing for exterior skirmish.
1: Right. Just I'm just curious why there's never any like Mad Max style vehicle built. You know, to protect them on the way. Like, they stop and get out of the car. I know it. On a down tree. I mean, that's like trap all over it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, really. I mean, how random. I. This is the stuff that bothers me. Because I'm super into the detail stuff and the survival instincts of people. And none of them do anything. It's just tank tops and shorts and no. just wear whatever the hell. Yeah. If anything, have like three to four suits that you've made. For people that have to go on runs, you know.
0: Yeah, well, at least or have a long sleeve that has extra material in the, in your zones that get bit all the time. Your shoulders, neck, Absolutely. arms, that kind of stuff. The forearm that y'all yeah, like to shiv the, the shiver. The forearm shiver. We've already yeah. had this debate. All right, yeah, good example. Let's talk about that tree down. Number one thing that bothered me detail wise, that tree look was brand new. All the leaves were green. It wasn't like it was an old tree. They looked surprised it was there. You know, how about a, it must have fallen in the storm or something. Instead, it was just a random tree in the middle of the street. Yeah. I thought that was really bad placement. The truck. How about, okay, we've stopped. How about we turn the truck around so if we ever have to get in it, we can get out of here quick. Instead of having to get in it, reverse, do a three-point turn, you know, and then get out. Well, the problem is, is Daryl doesn't know how to drive a stick real oh, well. Oh, now see, that right there. Like Patty and Denise and a few other girls on on Facebook were all like, Are you kidding me? Even Melanie was on there, it was like, He he's coroned the country. He's probably rough like that. He probably grew up pushing the stick for daddy while he was like that. That right there was the most unbelievable part of his sitting there. How about that he shift the gears eight times while they're going the same speed?
1: Yeah. that's I mean the thing. it was just
0: awful. It was
1: like watching Fast and the Furious where they just like they like showing the gear shifting. Oh you yeah, know, like thirteen but only, times. I'm gonna shift the gear seventy two times for a quarter mile. <laughs> There's only six gears. How, yeah. how many times you shift between second and third? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm gonna go to six, and then I'm gonna downshift all the way down, and then I go to six, downshift yeah. all the way down. It is so dumb.
0: And you see the houses going by on the side; they're going maximum twenty five miles an hour. Oh yeah, and it never never checks up. No. You know, all you hear is the sound effects of the, gr- you know, you can't find it, grind it, you know. Yeah, and it's just grinding it into awkward. fourth gear. Yeah. Granny gear
1: in it the whole yeah. way. Oh, God, it was it was tough to watch. Piss poor. Piss poor. <laughs> That's another bad decision. Yeah, <laughs> you know? drive a motorcycle, uh, but it can't manage a stick shift.
0: All right, then it leads to the, hey, uh, let's go down the trade tracks. No, I want to go this way why what was the purpose what was this and then it leads to the whole okay let's go to tracks next time i mean
1: how about they separate oh
0: god she goes tracks he goes road with
1: denise i'm just like this is this is stupid yes are absolutely these like, are these like
0: children that they're oh, trying yeah. to make like look? how about denise at the end she's like I-, I-, I didn't choose him over you i don't want you to think that but i'm like They made this look like middle school recess garbage. It did. I'm sorry I didn't pick you for the dodgeball team, but, you know, he's just better. But but nothing personal.
1: But Daryl and Rosita, too. It's like, I'm taking my ball and going home. It's like, I felt like I was a child again. Well, I want first player. Well, (laughs) if I can't have first player, I'm not playing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I require the top left box. You know, if (laughs) I can't Uh, have Multiplayer
0: mode, if I can't have it, I'm done. Yeah. You don't don't need me that bad. Screw this.
1: If I can't be odd job, (laughs) I'm not playing.
0: You know, this is just, I, that's what I felt like. I felt like this was schoolyard garbage. Yeah, it, it was weak sauce. This is not the apocalypse people, you know, trying to make it, you know, being cohesive or doing, I mean, if this is a learning expedition for niece, they're doing a piss poor job of teaching them anything. Worst teachers. Worst. Yes. Daryl. You And know. I just think this was way out of character for Daryl. It really was. I'm, I'm with you. The whole At least idea Rosita
1: has the whole Abraham thing and the Spencer thing. You know, she's kind of confused. At least she has a reason to be kind of you know, petulant or whatever, or being bratty. But uh, you still don't be dumb when you're
0: out on a run. No, not at all, you know. So they get to this this place, the medicine shop there, and they bust up in there. Pretty cool effects. I like how the, the lighting was good, the, you know, the eeriness and stuff. And, dude, her finding the walker and the baby stuff, Yes, oh, that was brutal to me. I was a that was a good point. That looked like one of those things we've been yearning for for Nicotero that has his moment, and I considered that one of his moments.
1: And then the hush, hush, hush oh, on the wall. Oh my! Really God. creepy.
0: Wow, really creepy. Wow. I have a
1: question though. When they walked up to the doors to bust them open, you saw the like the handprints everywhere. I thought that was a cool detail. Yeah, really yeah, neat. Yeah. But I did not see any bodies. Laying on the
0: sidewalk or in the street, in the parking lot. At all. And then when they came out, it was littered with zombie bodies. bodies galore. Yes. I noticed the same thing. Did I miss? Okay, I thought I I missed something. You know, and even Brian, later on, we'll talk about this, um, you know, the the six cans of soda in the cooler. The very next scene, she had three cans, you know, and so on. There were some very inconsistencies with set pieces, you know, some different things. I think it was like
1: some reshooting and editing and it's stuff had that, that kind of got mixed up a little bit, but
0: I was almost 100% positive that there was no bodies on the ground. When no, because when she came out and she was out there just messing with the keychain. I mean, like she was sitting among a few walkers. Yeah. I mean, like smell. literally like, you know, she could tickle one of them and that's how close she was. Yeah. Um, I, I was making sure I wasn't the only one that no, thought I saw that. No, Yeah. You know, the but the inside was cool. Yeah, they're getting all the drugs. Blah blah blah. But when she walked in and saw that the zombie with the the broken leg, the cast. Yeah, I mean that was cool. Another neat, detail. Neat effect. But who else in here cringed when they saw the you know the crib and it was messy and then you the shoe in the sink, dude. It was just brutal to me.
1: Which I think was attached to a leg. Oh, it yeah. was it was gruesome. Pretty tough.
0: You know. I didn't, Ish. it just, could you imagine the mindset of carving in hush, hush, hush baby? I mean, just.
1: No, that's terrible stuff. I have a baby right now at home and that is tough to yeah, watch. I just, I can't imagine. Just Cool set piece though. I'll give it to them yes, for a creepiness factor.
0: They, no they hit it out of the park. So, you know, they, they leave, but they decide to do this whole, all right, let's take the tracks this time, which is, I have yet to figure out what the purpose and point was. Um, and then, of course, they see this, these group of cars next to the track. Now when I was watching talk of Dad, I thought this was a really cool point and nobody really even noticed about it was, is that there was a lot of references to young children, baby and stuff. You oh yeah. The ref-
1: teacher guys talked about this. Yeah.
0: And I thought that was pretty cool is that, you know, there's a, a stroller on the ground and there was a station wagon, which is synonymous, you know, and, and then Daryl and Rosita were acting like babies. Yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> and so she decides she sees this cooler, this Walker pops up, you know, um, I kind of doubted the level of, um, you know, deterioration of that that walker. But you know, that, I guess you just don't never know. You know, it's so yeah, you never know when something happens. So you gotta yeah.
1: My only concern, or not a concern, but I just don't understand. It's not worth the risk.
0: It's a single walker in a car. Yeah, y'all go through a forest of them with two or three of y'all just to do a, something odd job. And this it's a cooler that could have something very probative of it. If it was in the front seat, it was important to the person in the car. And the thing
1: is, they, he just had a scene, you know, last season in the woods where a cooler was full of diabetic medication. Yeah. You know, people, I mean, anybody, he should
0: think coolers are important
1: right now. Exactly. So it's just stupid.
0: Yeah. So she goes in there and how she lets this Walker get on top of her and then the whole you know WWE move to get on top of this walker it just it didn't play out right to me did you did you get that vibe the vibe way they were wrestling around cuz to me it looked like the walker had the advantage from the get go i got to be honest i don't have any clue how that
1: walker got from the driver's seat to the passenger seat i thought she should have been able to grab i thought she was smart at first yeah you're right go to the passenger door just grab the cooler and then and shut close the, door. the door no big instead, deal instead
0: she lets it get a hold of her
1: but this walker who is incapable of running full speed, leaped
0: across. The cooler. Grabbed a hold, hold of her.
1: The and then, you know, they fell out. And the cooler dumped out and everything like that. It's just like,
0: man, this is just poorly staged. Yeah. I'm with you. Totally, totally with you. The cooler should have been the, in like the walker's lap. You know what I mean? That would have guaranteed you close yeah, and comfort. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely, you know, or, or just have it lodged where the, the shift gear is, you know, so that you, you had to have it take you a second to get out or something. Don't just make it where it's on the opposite seat and it's just wait a minute, how do I get to there?
1: I just don't understand. They they know at this point how easy it is to just crack a door. You know, it's going to stick its face right there in the crack. Just stick it in the head. I mean, it's so simple. None of this stuff makes any sense. Don't open the door all the way. If it does come across, stick it in the head. I mean, it's so simple. I, I'm with you. Yeah, I just I There's it, nothing more predictable than a walker. They do yeah. exactly what you think they're going to do. Yeah, they have one mode.
0: I mean, yeah. it's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, they don't fake you out. They don't juke. No. Nah. So she she gets the better half of the walker, stabs it in the head. It's over. Cool little blood effects when she pulls the knife out. She doesn't clean the knife. She just goes ahead and puts it in her sheath. And I was like, Ur! you know, uh, you got to clean <laughs> that poor. baby. Blade maintenance, yes, oh, terrible. Unfortunately, I don't have to worry about it anymore. But um, and then we get to the tracks. Um, and before we continue with down yeah, that there's line, there's another let, another let's, scene. Let's talk about the other. Let's talk about the other two because this part scared the living crap out of me. There's a the scene where you see Eugene and Abraham walking down the alley in the city. Okay. Where they are, and unbeknownst to anybody, that they were even going anywhere, because now everybody's left the compound just about, you know, Tara and Heath are out, now Abraham and Eugene are out, Daryl, and you know, there's half the groups outside the city walls, (laughs) you know, and it doesn't seem like anybody's communicated with anybody that they've left, Um, but anyway, So, the entire time this scene's going on, I get off my couch, I'm standing up, I'm twitching, I'm shaking, and so on. Because if you are like me, a comic book reader, this scene scares the ever-living crap out of you. Because this is how the comic book ended one of these two characters. is in the city, going down the city, walking each other in a very specific way. And I was like... No, 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 you know <laughs> and it cuts to they're going to a building and I'm like, whew. And I was like, hmm, okay. So then we get to this whole scene where they're having this conversation inside this steel making factory or something. Um, it's
1: a metal working shop.
0: A metal workshop, yeah. Um, and they come up with this genius idea, which is also a steel from the source material of a bullet making, you know, facility and so on. Pretty cool stuff, I, you know. It's a this it's, is great. It's this a great storyline. It's great arc. It gives you a usefulness a to Eugene and even so, even the commentary was just uh, you know fun. these one liners are hilarious. You know,
1: dude, they I love these two guys
0: talking. Oh, you could make. Just just put these two in a group, and then, you know, Rick, Daryl, and a few others in the other one, and let's just have that be the two diverges of the group. Yeah. Because uh, it, it it was just really, really fun to listen to. Some of the comments, I mean, like, gra- grab a turd by the clean side. And I'm like, what? I mean, <laughs> just, I mean, I mean, he just continues and continues, you know. Wow, Dingleberry's brown from last a couple weeks ago. I mean, the guy has got some great lines. Great job writers. Love it, love it, love it. Um. I feel like the
1: writers worked the hardest on Abraham and Eugene. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be a lot of work to write Eugene.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, <clears throat> so, they get this conversation about how he's in stage or two or phase two of survivor mode. Stage two yeah.
1: of badassery. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, I'm a survivor now, you Yeah. Know? And it leads to the discussion where your services are no longer needed, you know? <laughs> and I mean, I'm laughing, yeah. you know? <laughs> and this is going down. And then we see old Chrome Dome Walker uh, come on over. Now, when I first saw this Walker, I started giggling. And I was like, did they really just make a, a person who's dead from a what looks to be a liquid metal, metal how accident? Happen? How did this happen? Yeah. I want to know how this Walker became. Okay, it became metalhead, you know. I'm hoping
1: that they come back and there's a group that punishes people by pouring molten metal on their head or something. There's no excuse for this way of death. <laughs> no. no. This enthrones. thrones. This isn't given the golden crown, you mm. know. This was set up like an
0: accident. Yeah, I think it was a really cool looking walker uh, just how we got to that point was different.
1: There's got to be at least step one to step two that would lead to that kind of death, and I can't think of it. If that's a suicide, the most painful, horrific, horrible, suicide, horrific
0: death I can imagine. I can't. I, I don't want to think about it. it makes no. my eyes hurt. Yeah, I'm. I'm not feeling it. You and know. then,
1: really, the fact that it still took Eugene a couple minutes.
0: And he didn't dispatch the walker. He didn't. Oh, I love it when he took the machete and hits it and he, ding right across the top of the head. Yeah. And then it gets the wall. This Now, this walker is coming at him. Now, he's doing pretty good. And of course, we showed the scene of him reach for the rebar three times. Yeah. How many times do we have to realize okay, Chubby here can't reach <laughs> the, the rebar? Okay. I mean, strike number two on a weight call out. <laughs> um, that's all, Zach. Just want y'all to know. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, and so, of course, he he dispatches, you know, Abraham dispatches him, and they have their little...
1: I call dibs. Yeah, it's dibs, man. You broke the rule.
0: (laughs) You had no right. Yeah. Um, It's like calling shotgun. (laughs) Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, really? Well, and
1: the thing uh, is, when, when he busts out, your services are no longer needed. I think he just means, I don't need you holding my hand anymore. You don't have to babysit me. Not... Not please don't leave.
0: You know I don't think I don't think he wanted him to leave. No. Well, the bottom line is, I I hate to say that I feel like Eugene is borderline Asperger's. You know his social skills are so awkward. You know borderline nothing. He is Asperger's, and I just don't think he the way he socializes with people. He just doesn't. just doesn't work well he doesn't you know express who he is and how he feels in a manner that makes people feel un- understand or comfortable about what's going on
1: no he doesn't he doesn't have strong social skills and he doesn't read people that well so I think they play it pretty well on the show yeah
0: I think' it's, uh, I didn't like Eugene when they first cast him and the way they've done him but he really has grown on me as a character I enjoy seeing on on, Absolutely. on the camera.
1: I think they did get a job by hiring a comedian to be his role yeah. because he does add a lot of relief to the show. Yeah,
0: it, it, it's good stuff. I, I'm I'm pleased. It's definitely one of those characters that's really had to build for me. Um, so basically, the next thing is we're back in the train tracks, Yeah, you know? Um, and Denise is explaining herself of why, how important it was. And this was what she needed. And, you know, this is, you know, it felt great. You know, and there was this whole deal about her puking up her oatmeal onto her glasses. Didn't realize it was kind of giving us a little window of, we didn't need to have glasses on for a future scene. Um, you know, didn't, uh, didn't put those two together until after but so she's she's pouring her heart out about Rosita's you're alone and but you're still strong and Daryl you're like my brother and you know putting it all out there and then all of a sudden you know we got the old bolt through the eye and special effects were on the money
1: yeah they did a great job on special effects did a terrible job on the idea of making her pour her heart out give her counseling session at the top of her lungs in the middle of the open yeah this is silly talk, and why are you standing still? Just walk and talk. Keep your eye ahead on the swivel. I mean, this is silly. I, I just this is one of the things. It's another stupid mistake.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're in broad daylight. Yep. Evidently, close to a, a larger area because cars and strollers and different things all right next to it. Yeah. And so on, and you're out here hollering. You know, there. Yeah. So much for that stealth element that the walker She could learn from the walkers. I mean, she could. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's unfortunate. You know, my wife said, said, told me, she goes, you know, I explained to her that, you know, that bolt was meant for another character in the comic book, you know, and if you don't know, and that's not spoiler, but that is technically how Abraham was supposed to die that exact way when he's talking to Eugene in the city. Um, do the exact same circumstances of Dwight shooting him with a crossbow and the Saviors ambushing them. Instead, they you know they did a Kirkman remix and did the whole Denise dying. Um, and my wife was like, Denise was an up and coming character that was important and how it was useful and uh, could be a a very likable, lucrative character for the future. Um, like Eugene worked his way into being a character you love. And instead, they killed her off, and she was like "Well, she felt like. Abraham had kind of done his part, and it was time to move on, and he, he could have died. Do you agree with that? Not really. I still like Abraham a lot. I
1: think the Sasha stuff is kind of pushing Abraham a little further. Uh, like I said, I like seeing him with Eugene. Um, my concern is more of the fact that like I said, Denise was one of the only Alexandrians who give two shits about. Like you said, there's Aaron and maybe his boyfriend and Tobin. But really they're narrowing it back
0: down to Rick's group and then some other people. Yeah, I mean, be me, honest with you, I don't see another Alexandrian I don't see many of the Alexandrians, if anything besides Aaron, maybe his boyfriend surviving much longer. I mean, just I'm just putting it out there.
1: Yeah, the thing is, is how they're going to kill him. You know, I just well, I have my ideas, but I won't express. But anyway, okay. But what do you think about Dwight's saying that the crossbow kicks like a mule? That the bolt wasn't meant for her. Yeah, it was meant for
0: Daryl. Do crossbows kick like a mule? not that I know of no and every time I've ever seen daryl he can even shoot it one-handed from the hip and it doesn't even move his arm I've
1: never ever heard of a crossbow kicking
0: now I know a crossbow is is a pain to get loaded sometimes and do different things like that but I've yeah I've never heard of it going oh my shoulder you know it just isn't it reverse? Isn't as the, a matter
1: of fact, the force goes the, the other way. way? I think.
0: Yeah. yeah, and so I did. I didn't understand that at all. That's somebody who wrote this it was, it was like had no idea what it, what it was to deal with the crossbow.
1: I think this might be one of the dumbest mistakes the show has ever made.
0: I mean, it's pretty pretty glaring.
1: I mean, that is just stupid.
0: I agree. If anything, that thing should be coming out of your hand.
1: Now, I hope a listener that's a freaking archery crossbow expert texts us or emails us or whatever and says, y'all are totally off the mark.
0: Yeah, let us know. like hell. I will give you straight props on our next show if we are completely off base. I have shot a crossbow before and I can't even think about it even making a tickle on my shoulder.
1: I mean, especially not somebody at this point who's obviously fired rifles, high-powered rifles, to survive this long. I guarantee you have. I, to, I mean, so, to, just complete crossbow? disbelief. Yeah, yeah disbelief. I just can't believe it. No, he's no just way. a bad shot.
0: Give me a break. No way. Um, so, Dwight comes out. Now, this is the guy that got the double-crossed arrow a long time ago, you know, um, came back. And now, how about the special effects on this guy's face? Oh, very good burn treatment they yes. gave him. Yes, awesome. And oh, how I wish I could talk about how he got it, you know. Oh, no, I think I'm, I know how he got it because... I'm so, I'm so happy they're following source material with this. And and so you notice,
1: though, the chick that was inter- interrogating uh, Maggie had her finger cut off because she stole something. Now, this guy, Dwight, and the two girls they were with, they tried stole a fuel truck yeah. and tried to escape and then were brought back. So, I'm thinking this is his punishment. I think he was held to the flames, you know, or something like that. I think I think that's what happens. I mean, it's like pound of flesh whenever you... I hear you.
0: Well, to don't, tell you, don't, I'm not, don't, I don't want to don't tell spoil. you what the comic book tells you happened. So I, I will say you're, you're warm. <laughs> you're okay. hot. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I thought the special effects were cool. I mean, I see about seven or eight guys. All of them, I want to know where everybody gets their automatic rifles from. Every slap in one of them has got an automatic rifle. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Automatic rifles are illegal, and Hard for some come. reason, every one of these saviors and Rick's group know to find full autos. None of now, them are semi-automatics. That room that
1: Rick and them get into at the compound was loaded down with auto rifles.
0: I mean, they're just there's not
1: those kind of readily available things. Not unless you go onto like a National Guard armory or some military base. And guess what?
0: They don't have AKs now. You know what I mean? No. That, it's all AR. That's AR-15s. what that's what's even and makes it even crazier. If they were all like M16s or M4s, you know, military or police grade SWAT stuff like that, I could totally see this. But I see hobby guns, you know, and AKs and so on. I mean. I mean that, that right there that kind of really surprises me. You know, it's a cooler effect to see an automatic rifle go off. Don't get me wrong. But I just think it talks that is a nitpick to me. I mean, just calling it, but none of those rifles were semi automatic where they just kept pulling the trigger. They were just hold it and
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Spray Hellfire. and pray, you know. Yeah. Uh um, yeah, that's a kind of a, a miss, I think, you know. It's going for the it's yeah, going for the wow cool. factor
0: instead of the accuracy.
1: Yeah, I guess. You know, But yeah. the thing is, they are not far from each other. There's some
0: bad aim. There is no Super doubt. Super bad yeah. aim. Now, I have shot a full auto before, and I will tell you, the first round, maybe second round is about accurate. Afterwards, it's just uh, it, you're spraying and praying. I don't care how good you are. But I'm telling you, I can move the wand into a general area. I That's mean, the they, thing. They're, they're laying on the railroad tracks, and there's somebody standing broadside. They're shooting the rocks up and the, the metal everywhere. And I'm sorry. When you're shooting 30 rounds in an auto, you're going to hit them at least three or four times. I mean, come on. I just
1: – man, I really struggle with that accuracy stuff because they're just not at a far enough distance to make it seem
0: plausible to me that even accidentally you're shooting these guys. I've kind of forgiven it to – if you really were in the heat of a battle, of a gunfight, you don't stand up and aim and shoot and da-da-da-da. I mean, you're, you're dead. And so I've kind of forgiven it to a point because, you know, in the heat of battle, you don't know how to react. And these are not SWAT. These are not military. They're not anything. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Daryl's bad to the bone and all that stuff, but only Rick has ever shown anything where they he comes around a corner and mows down three or four, you know, like he's had some kind of training before, you know. Everybody else, you know, yeah, they looked apart to a point. And of course, Abraham has too. You know, then he showed that. So I mean, I've kind of forgiven that, you know. But yeah, they were close. There, it, yeah. it is a little off. Yeah, proximity uh, makes it tough. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, especially when you have Tara, who takes a pistol can shoot uh, shoot a Walker in the head from 80 feet to uh, you hanging know. one arm off the side of a wall. Yeah. Um, she can do that with a pistol, but an AK full automatic from twenty seven feet is, you know, can't hit the trees behind him. Yeah. Um, it, it is struggling.
1: Can't hit the ocean on the beach. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> serious <can't>. bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so all right. Before we even get to the gun battle scene, we get the whole Abraham hiding behind the barrels and Eugene kind of looks at him and he looks at you know and we have this kind of little dialogue and out of nowhere Eugene's like well the first thing you do is uh kill that that asshole a-hole behind the, yeah, behind, the- <laughs> behind the barrels and I was like I uh, kill him now kill him <laughs> yes put a bullet in Eugene uh actually put two in him in front of everybody strangle
1: him with his own mullet <laughs> <laughs> I mean I
0: was like what a dick move, man. No,
1: nah, uh, I knew he was... Well, it was a dick move. <laughs> actually.
0: In multiple ways.
1: <laughs> so, Pun so, intended, it was all a All right, move. so
0: Brian and Eric, they all blew me up on Facebook and Twitter and stuff. And they were all like, okay, we'll get to the infamous uh, dick biting scene. You know, first of all, my boy Dwight D. has got blue jeans on. Okay. And let's test... The plausibility that you could even get a hold of a Johnson with your teeth through those blue jeans. Just putting it out there, not something I'm planning on testing or letting you know the results, but I'm just, I'm calling, just like Brian, BS. You, you're not going to get a hold of nothing down there and hold it for eight seconds. I mean, he looked like a, he was riding a Bronco with the arm going <laughs> up. And, oh my God. You know, why we got gunfire going on everywhere?
1: Especially this poor. Reddish blonde poor Irish bastard who's probably packing
0: <laughs> a, Here we go. Here a baby we go. dong.
1: Uh, not known for their massive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You mean manhoods. he doesn't tickle
0: his kneecap without his hands? Is that what you're trying to tell me?
1: Yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> and you know this drew back all kinds of flashbacks to like movies of old. Yeah, because he was holding a gun, and I was like. I don't care how much pain you're in. Why don't you just shoot him in the head? Really? But I'd then I was thinking his skull. Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah. Blunt force trauma to the head calls mm-hmm. the victim to bite down, truly <laughs> <It's a>, hard,
0: and <laughs> calls him to pry his jaws away. <laughs> yeah. So
1: if he was thinking he was going to get that kind of treatment.
0: The uh, I can understand the Andy Dufresne. We like to call him. the <laughs> Andy Dufresne. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you. I don't care what you say. You did not get a bite of any Johnson through them jeans. You couldn't get teeth marks in somebody if they were in their thigh, I don't think, unless you were just impressive. You have to be
1: really chomping down for sure, and it's going to hurt some teeth. Um, But, you know, life and death situation. You might be able to (sighs) beaver your way in there
0: and get a hold of a tip. If anything, it just looked like a bad attempt you know, to serve with somebody, and then take a, a hell—you know—take the butt of a gun to the skull. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling you, man. It just, it'd be, <laughs> I'm gonna
1: give full props to Josh McDermott, who plays Eugene, yes. for taking this risk. Oh man! I hope that was a mannequin that he showed him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, feverishly
0: attack. Yeah, because that mullet was waving everywhere, man. It looked like a rabid dog after a good steak, man.
1: I mean, I'm surprised Dwight didn't just grab him by the hair and be like, ride him. Like.
0: <laughs> massaging, that,
1: massaging that mullet, huh? I appreciate you growing this out. It's like handlebars. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, You know they had to have fun on set. You know that there had to be some pranks going on. I can't imagine how many takes this would have taken. Oh, my gosh. I, uh, over the top of layers. Yes. Um, Blue Jean Eugene. <laughs> so, my man Eugene's on the ground, and they have this slow-mo, and it's all, you know, desperate and, you know, unbelievable, and he's got a bloody wound on his side, and I'm kind of like, I'm kind of surprised that he, he took a bullet wound, you know? I, I mean, I'm thinking, the doctor's dead five feet from him, um... Yeah, I would've rolled behind her body and use it as a shield. Yeah. Um, <laughs> appreciate it, Denise. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we know that AK forty seven rounds and the rifles they were shooting, shoot nothing more than jello they'd be shooting through, but Hey man. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, long story. And they're carrying him out of there like he's mortally wounded. You know, what I mean, and they're holding him like it's saving Private Ryan. You know, there's four of them carrying a body off the war scene. And you mean to tell me that he's in the bed and he said, it grazed
1: him? No, that fits Eugene perfectly to me. I feel like if Eugene stubbed his toe, they'd have to carry him on a stretcher.
0: <laughs> stretcher? Yeah. 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 Man down. Man, Man down. down. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I feel like Eugene is a massive pansy. Um, <laughs> I like the fact that he's showing some balls now and like he is in stage two. You know, I feel like... Remember, because I've been talking about it. I don't want... Clumsy, scared Eugene anymore. Oh, yeah. I like him taking charge, showing his confidence. But uh, I fully agree with the fact that he's probably a uh, yeah massive weenie. Oh yeah,
0: he, he's got a little mini scar, and he's almost stage three.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now
0: that he's been shot, he's probably
1: just going to be yeah. insufferable.
0: Oh, I can I, I can totally see scenes later of him lifting his shirt up and go, "This is evidence of me." Passing stage two. Yeah.
1: Rosita, take a look at this. (laughs) Please cover that up up for you. (laughs) (laughs) Is that scar or stretch mark? Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. You went there. You went there this time.
0: (laughs) All right. So, you know, we kind of come to a close with Daryl and Carol, and they're burying Denise. Evidently, they they toted her body back as well.
1: It didn't Uh, look like they were toting her.
0: No. I guess they went back. I guess they went back, threw her in the truck, and drove her on back probably 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 stayed in second gear the entire time you know like when you go and you
1: hunt and you drag a buck out by its antlers oh my stop it they probably
0: just (laughs) grabbed hold of the
1: bolt just (laughs) drug her along I apologize (laughs) listeners (laughs) just Just put the chain around the thing and drag her behind the truck really really (laughs) it's like you hooked a big one (laughs) was that another fat
0: joke no no I mean god Anyway, so they buried Denise, and they had this whole you were right speech. What what is this?
1: Carol said you were right when he was talking about how he should have killed them because that's who killed her. Yeah, She said, I knew it when you said it. You were right.
0: And then, okay, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, and just like 90% of our feedback and all the people we've talked to like that, I hate the new Carol
1: with a passion. I don't know what this conscience
0: she's grown. She went from the ultimate badass, possibly the most deadly character, over the top, amazing. I love the whole granny, Susie homemaker. I wear little sweaters. I will stab your throat off your body, and um, to now, I, I can't kill folks anymore. Yeah, I. What are they doing?
1: I can't kill for the people I love, so I have to leave. Really? Uh, they uh, this is just a bridge too far too fast oh they my have cuz it wasn't long enough this hasn't built up enough she you mean to tell to me this.
0: that she gets kidnapped with maggie and comes to a revelation when some beads slid up to her feet that i need to be a better person oh by the way you shot somebody in the head, burned three, pe- three, five people into a case, and then threw a woman to be impaled and eaten by a walker. But uh, just run, run. I mean, come on, man. This, Like you said, way too quick. It just – I think this was just a fumble. Um, I think something has a purpose idea. in the long run, but I hate it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm just not a fan. And I hate that it's going to put characters we like in danger. Yeah. um,
0: Don't come after me. Don't do this. I have to let you go. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Shoehorned a relationship with Tobin in for this little moment?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's no sincerity to it. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand, man. Even the chain smoking and everything else. I'm like, where are they getting these smokes from, by the way? I mean, it seemed like there's a readily supply two years after I, I just that's They probably can find cigarettes.
1: I mean, those things are everywhere. Um, but I don't like it. I don't, don't like I'm it at all. I'm not a fan at all. And then they had the scene where she's sitting next to Daryl. Daryl asks for a cigarette. And then it's like she gave up smoking. She gave him the whole pack. But then five seconds later, she's on the swing, and there's like 15 cigarettes in an ashtray. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's mean, just... just... She's chains, lighting them up with the next one. Just it's like, <laughs> good grief.
0: <Yeah. laughs> she wants to join Sig Lady. Yeah. You know, we're in the same boat, you know?
1: I just, man, I was waiting for Sam Elliott to walk up and <laughs> Marlboro Manor. Oh, I know it. I know
0: it. I, I struggle. I really, really struggle with that.
1: And they keep showing all these prominent, you know, shots of Morgan watching her and then Morgan, like, in
0: deep thought over where she's gone or what she's going through. And it's almost like he made, he took his conscience and turned it contagious on her, you know, but, and then the in the jail cell too. And I mean, I, I, I'm i just, I'm completely in awe of where they're trying to go with this storyline. We only have two episodes left. What does this, the prison cell represent? What does her leaving represent? What I mean, I just don't know what they're trying to do. Do you think we see Carol again this season? No. If we do, she's hostage or there's an issue. You know, we got some predictions from people, and I have a few predictions myself. Um, what do you think the the outcome is for the next two episodes? I don't know, but if it has anything
1: to do with Carol, they've
0: already done this before. You know. Yeah, well, we've done this with a lot of folks. You know, Glenn's gone, we find him to save him. Then we think Glenn's dead, he's okay. We've done that two or three times. You know, the whole Maggie and him separation and, you know, the, you know, oh my God, oh my God, we've done that. We've done the Carol's been banished and she's gone, she's gone, she comes back, you know. Don't don't tell me she's going to go and have a conscience, something's going to change, she's going to come back and be a badass Carol again. You know what I mean? That's what I'm afraid of. I hate to tell you, I think that uh, Melissa McBride and Carol's character might be gone for us. Well, the thing
1: of it is is I would hate for it to end on this Peter out of a note, but I do feel like Carol's story has maybe run its course.
0: I agree with that, and even some of the people we've got that sent feedback, and like um Brian and Jacob and a few other were they've kind of said something similar that you know her leaving it's gonna to lead to her demise, and it could even lead to the demise of another character and, yeah that'd you know,
1: be my bigger concern. And it sucks. If you had asked me this at the end of last season, I would have never said Carol was done. But now what they've done with her, and if you think back, really, it's almost like a revolution where she's gone from meek and kind of weaker character, you know, kind of beaten down to constantly climbing into badass arena, becoming the ultimate badass, and now she's on the downward slope. And it's like, okay. We had her climax. Time to just, you know, wipe her out.
0: Yeah, I'm. Um, I God, I, I hate that I'm even agreeing. You know, it's just yeah. tough. And then, of course, you know, talking about the preview they show for next week. Of course, and which is stereotypical and predictable. Daryl's going to go after. Her. You know, even if her note says this, that, whatever. Don't come after me. Da da da. You know, Daryl's going to go. You know, it's just his nature. That's uh, there's that connection. You know. And, and Daryl's looking for a reason to go back out because he wants Dwight. You know what yeah, I mean? It's dual purpose.
1: Yeah, he's in the, in looking for Carol. He's hoping to run into Dwight and them. I think. Yeah, and you know, and it won't just be him. Rick looks like he's thinking about going. And yeah, I, I hate this man. I'm not a fan of this
0: direction. I don't. No. I would say my ultimate prediction here is this, Carol has, and not using source material whatsoever, Carol is gone, they're going to come upon a situation where it doesn't look like she's in good shape. You know, like the preview showed like a a car that had like a spear that had blood dripping and it was in the rest and, you know, and so in my mind, you're going to give this, they're going to give you this mental image that... Carol is in trouble or hurt or even possibly dead. And then you're going to have the whole Daryl's gone and then they're going to start searching and they're going to find pieces of clues of Daryl missing or something. You know what I mean? Some of that previews kind of showed that. And I think what's really going to happen is, is that we're going to meet Negan, not this upcoming episode, maybe, but more likely the final episode and one or maybe even both which I severely doubt one of those two characters is going to meet their demise and that's how the season is going to wrap with that devastation of losing such a prominent character going into season 7
1: yeah do you think denise is a big enough death to carry a tire half season no yeah i
0: didn't think so either unfortunately if you do if you do season by season you can just you can you can Almost have a check mark that you're going to lose a major character in the last couple episodes of each season. You know what I mean? I mean, think about it. they ended the season one time, I think, with Andrea's death, and they ended another season um, with the barn collapsing, and they lost all of those characters. And you know, there's just you can you can kind of trace back. I mean, I remember when Merle died, and I remember when Shane died. The, the Shane died, and Governor went down, and just. You know, those monumental deaths are in the future. That's just, it is what, that's what Walking Dead is. And we got to have one. And right now they're setting up Carol as being your, your martyr. And so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I, that's
1: unfortunate, honestly. But,
0: uh, now I will I t- tell you one other bold prediction that came out was, is that, and I, I love this prediction. And, um, I think Brian was one who told us this is that he thinks that since Abraham and Sasha have kind of started, have connected, because there was that little scene there. I kind mm-hmm. of forgot we mentioned it, you know, come inside. You know, I don't know if that would that means. We're going into the boom, boom room or whatever. But um, he made a prediction of that the intel they're going to get is that the group is led by a, a white guy who's experienced leadership and he's with a, a black woman. And that he thinks that Abraham and Sasha are going to get mistaken as the leaders and be made an example of not realizing that that's not Rick and Michonne. What do you think of that prediction? Where are they
1: getting the intel that Rick and Michonne are together? Well,
0: I guess he's predicting that they're going to realize where they're going to find the compound and that's the conclusion they're going to make. Hmm. I don't know. It's, go, it's going to take some few more steps to get to that, but I, I thought it was kind of a cool prediction that they've set up the, you have to admit, I will say, I mean, I, I, there's nothing wrong with interracial. I'm just saying the idea that within the last five episodes, we're going to develop two black and white couples and so on is curious. And he doesn't bring up a point that one could be mistaken for the other resulting in the death or injury or something of that nature.
1: Yeah, I guess that's a possibility. I, I guess my bold prediction, or bold possibility, necessarily, I don't want to tell my prediction, is that if enough people, like you said, <clears throat> Carol goes, you know Daryl's going after. If Rick goes after Daryl, and so-and-so goes after, you know, with Rick, you know, and lures out a good number of the badasses, Dwight wanted them to take them into Alexandria so they could take what they wanted and who they wanted. Maybe they lure out enough of the badasses that they think the place is weak enough to get in while they're out.
0: Very possible. You know something Very like possible. that. You know, it's hard for me to make bold, you know any predictions because I constantly compare it to what the source material yeah. is doing. Yeah, and so it's tough. So, but I like what you're saying. You know, yeah. it, to be a Kirkman remix, I can definitely see that. Yeah, but um, you know just to kind of wrap up the show itself, like I said, there was tons of bad decisions. There was tons of things that I didn't think were accurate or could have been different or a lot of that. I am very sad. I thought it was a really cool scene that we lost Denise the way we did. I think she did a phenomenal job acting. I hate that that actress is gone. Um, you know, she even finishes her words as, she, you know, she has the bolt through her eye. I mean, I thought I thought it was really cool, you know, little scenes there. And, you know, but other than that, the rest of it was kind of an unnecessary situation that could have been easily avoidable with basic smart decisions.
1: Yeah, I think this group is too too smart, too efficient, and you know, I mean, they just they've made it this far. I just don't see them making some of these poor decisions that were in this episode. And I hate the way they handled it with Denise dying. Because I actually really liked her as an actress. I liked her as a character. I thought she was on the up and up. And she was one of the only things tying you to Alexandria people. So it's a little sad to see her go. But, you know, this
0: cast is enormous. They're going to have to start, you know, trimming the fat. So. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. Especially now that we have hilltop people. So the cast is even growing exponentially. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, now... Just to kind of pimp us for a couple of other shows, uh, you and Cash have started doing a little pod on uh, the new Daredevil series. Is that right? That's right. And uh, we're going to be putting out about the the new Daredevil. Y'all did what episodes did y'all knock out? First one will be on the episodes one through three first one two three so guys if y'all have not checked out netflix daredevil y'all need to Uh, we're also going to have a pod out on it and it'll be out about the same time as this one Um, and so give that a check out but other than that guys um, you can always catch us at Blee tv podcast on twitter Blee tv podcast at gmail.com Um, Email us, tweet us on the Facebook page. Um, We're all about the feedback, trying to make it more of a uh, listener and feedback-driven show, and we'd love to hear from you. And like I said, if you know something about crossbows or we were off on some accuracy on some other (laughs) things, let us know. If we were offensive due to the constant fluffy and fat jokes, please let us know as well, and I will totally blame my brother for that. Um, Anyway, but other than that, guys, this is Blee TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And we're out.